it never fails. Someone will ask, what phrase or word do you use to persuade someone to do what you want? That's what we're going to talk about on today's podcast. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Episode number 88 on the Peace Walker Podcast. This is Craig Gray. I'm your host. And today we're going to be talking about, is there a phrase or a word that you could use to persuade someone to do what you want? Because it never fails. Someone always asks me that when I give a presentation to a group about conflict communication skills. And that's exactly what happened <laughs> this past week um, at a, uh, a speech that I was giving or a talk that I was giving. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Really, what you, you need to understand is what's your plan B? So if you don't have a plan B on if someone is going to possibly hurt you or rob you or attack you, assault you, rape you in some way, um, I would recommend that you get on my one-day, or I'm sorry, six-day defense. It's uh, five better than one. <laughs> my sixdaydefense.com. If you go to that website, you will get access to my free at-home study course. And in six short days, not even full days, only 10 minutes per day, you're going to get the tools necessary to looking like a hard target, so being less of a victim, and if you get yourself into some hot water somehow, how do you get out of it? What is your plan B? Well, this program will help you to derive that, both to look like a tough target and what to do if you had to respond to someone assaulting you or attacking you in some way. Sixdaydefense.com, all spelled out except for the dot. Hopefully skills that you will never have to use, at least in the physical capacity. And as far as character building and awareness and personal development and dealing with someone preemptively, there are skills that you use every single day. That is sixdaydefense.com. All right. So the title of this podcast today is It Never Fails. Because um, lately, my speaking engagements are starting to pick up a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. Um, we're a little over two years into COVID now. Well, no, we're not. We're just under two years. We're just under two years into COVID. So we'll be entering our third year pretty soon here, or entering the beginning of our third year soon here. Um, but all my speaking engagements and training sessions had been canceled. I'm usually booked about, I don't know, six or eight months out. And uh, when COVID hit, all my speaking engagements and trainings got canceled. I know, big surprise. But, uh, but anyways, here we are in 2022. 
and they just started to pick up this past year a little bit. Luckily, I've got uh, you know PeaceWalker.net, my online training resource, and uh, the academy stayed pretty strong because my seminars and workshops really took a dive. But um, but we we are living strong, so no worries there, and uh, they're starting to pick up. But anyways, aside from my rambling on, um, so I started doing speaking engagements a little bit more again and trainings, and I did one the other day that was um, talking about conflict communication skills. And inevitably, someone will ask in the Q&A portion, you know, here's the situation. In this case, it was he, this person was a business owner, and he had a um, employee that continually was late. And um, he tried to deal with them several times, and apparently to no avail, the guy is still late. So this guy asked me basically, well, what would you say to get him to, you know, listen to directions and be here on time? And inevitably, apparently that's the word of the day. <laughs> My answer is the same. My answer is the same, and it's not usually what people want to hear because it's not. It's not a non-answer. I am answering them, but it's not what they want to hear being that I'm not going to give them the magic word or phrase to say that's going to make someone do what you want. That really is one of the first rules of conflict communications isn't about manipulating people to do what you want. It's simply this. It's having persuasive options and wording these options in such a way that it's most good least harm. And, it's, and it has a influence over them to a certain degree. But really, it isn't about even talking somebody into doing anything. It's really, I'm going to give you most good, least harm options. And I'm going to have a plan B if you don't comply. So my options should be reasonable. And in some cases, maybe this case with the gentleman whose employee was being um, tardy all the time. I may even have some way of helping you to deal with the with your situation, right? In this case, maybe you could talk to the employee about, well, why are you late all the time? And aside from the bullshit excuses that you often get, you could give them some some help if it was feasible or suggestions at the very least. But at the end of the day, it's like, hey, you're an adult. Here are the rules of the game. If you don't want to play by the rules, then unfortunately, you know, we're going to have to reassess um, your position here. I think it really was with this gentleman that he didn't want to have to fire this guy, which I get. It's never a pleasure to fire somebody, but also you are responsible for your own actions. And if you and if your requests as an employer are reasonable and you're reasonably Um, helping this person to be successful, then if they are choosing not to, not to um, take you up on one of those choices, then they are making the choice really to, in this case, to not, not uh, want to work there. Um, I know in today's day and age with all the social justice warriors and all the snowflakes out there, this may be um, hard to hear. But I guess I'm a bit old school. It's like, hey, if I'm not being unreasonable with my expectations, 
Now, unreasonable obviously is a little fluid too nowadays. You know, um, hey, I ask everybody to be here at eight o'clock in the morning and they work till five and they have an hour lunch. Um, you seem to not want to show up at eight. You show up when you show up and then, you know, you take an extra long lunch and then you leave early. Um, that's not what the expectation was and that's not what um, we had all agreed upon. So if there is a reasonable explanation on why that's not possible, you know, maybe it's daycare, maybe your car um, is having issues, maybe the bus line that you take runs at a different time. And if there's something within uh, one's power to help you with those things, that's fair for everybody, um, then by all means, you know, try to accommodate. However, it's really not about talking them into and manipulating them to doing something. It's about presenting clear and reasonable and fair options and then having a plan B if they do not comply. Another thing that people often do when they, I think, consult others such as myself is they want to be told an answer. And I'm not really, uh, that's not my job. My job is to give you a framework so you can figure out your own answers. My job is to teach you how to fish, not to continually to give you more fish. And unfortunately, in today's Google-based world where you um, just, you know, Google it and then it gives spits out an answer for you like the back computer, um, a lot of people have a hard time with that. And this guy was cool. I'm not saying he was a jerk or anything because he wasn't. He was legitimately interested in what I had to say. And like I said, I think he just really didn't want to fire this guy. So um, he, uh, he didn't want to put down a strong boundary. But there you have it. The tip trick and the tactic for today when it comes to conflict communications and you're, you're trying, you're asking someone um, to comply to boundaries. A, understand what your boundaries are internally. What's your, what's your uh, deal breaker? And then B, have some persuasive options. Oftentimes we call it the Oreo cookie. I start with a good option. And then I give them the consequence. And then I end on a good note. Um, in this case, you could state something like this. Hey, Johnny, I noticed that you're uh, late again. Is there a reason why you're late? He gives you the answer. And if you can help him out in that, that's a whole different segment. But if you can help him out, help him out. If not, you say, well, you know, this is your uh, second time that you've been late this week. And we got some choices. If you can be here on time, you know, don't worry. This is will come off your record in, in a few months by the next quarter. However, if it if you continue to be late, you've got one more late um, occurrence before I've got to write you up and probably suspend you for a day or two. But I don't want to do that. So, you know, if you can be on time, I'd really appreciate it. And then in my head, you know, he says yes or no or whatever. In my head, I have a plan B on if he does not comply. In this case, it might be due to protocol. You know, it might be to write him up. It might be to 
give him some time off. It may be to fire him. It may be to give him a second chance. I don't know what your what your plan B is in this case, but but you need to have it clearly in your head. And if you run a business, then it needs to be clearly stated in the procedures and policies of your organization. That way the managers know exactly what to do and they can treat everybody fairly. It's like, no, here's the rules. After one tardy, you know, you're good, you get a warning. After the second one, you get um, written up. After the third one, you get a day suspended, no pay. And then if it happens again, you get let go. You know, and it's consistent for everybody, unless, of course, there's extenuating circumstances that would um, would alter that. So there's just an example. But what it is, I think one of the main takeaways on this discussion in this podcast today is... Conflict communications isn't about manipulating someone to do what you want them to do. It's about having boundaries and the ability to communicate persuasive options and having a plan B if the person doesn't comply with the options, right? And then I guess as a little... little, counterpoint or catch point in there too is, you know, if it's within your power and it's reasonable to help them uh, with those options, that's always good, right? Maybe the person's not performing up to snuff regarding their job. And maybe you could, you have the option to, or opportunity to get them more training for them to, to possibly um, perform well. Well, it's one thing if they haven't had the training it's another thing if they had the training and aren't using the training or refuse to get the training. So help them um, be successful. However, also hold them accountable and give them options, choices. And then if that doesn't work, make sure you have another plan on what you're going to do if they don't come around. Rather than getting all anxiety-ridden or get into a big power struggle about making them do something or their whole respect thing, like, well, you're not respecting me by not following my authority or whatever. Authority! (laughs) All right, that's your tip, trick, and attack of the day is know your own boundaries, know your deal breakers, present persuasive options, and have a plan B. And on that note, if you want a plan B, And clarify your plan A, get on my 6daydefense.com home study course. It will help you to establish your boundaries. It will help you to get more clear on knowing what to do during conflict, not looking like a good target, and knowing what to do if something were to happen and you needed a a plan B. Again, that's 6daydefense.com, all spelled out except for the dot. On that note, gang, I'll see you on the next episode of the Peace Walker Podcast. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker Podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, to inspire at a whole new level.